take one. Why are you doing this interview? So I'm doing this interview because I feel like I want people to know more about me. I want people to know who I am as a person. I feel like I don't really put myself out there like that to the people. I just interview other people, and that's what it is. And I ask them questions. I'm getting to know people's lives and what they're going through, their businesses, their relationships, or whatever they're talking about. And it's time for the camera to be turned on me and give you guys a gist of my personality, how I am. It's just going beyond the surface, the name of the interview, Beyond the Surface. So, yeah. When did you feel like it was time for, like, the camera to be turned around on you? Like, what, at what moment did you you figure, like, did you realize it when you were interviewing someone else that was it just like a, a sudden moment of thought, like, when did you realize you needed to be on camera? Um, Especially for the new year. I felt like now it's time for people to get to know me. And I want to put myself more out there. I realized that probably, like, the ending of last year, I want to say, because they just it's time. It's time. I felt like I'm breaking out of my shell as a person, like, literally, I'm stepping out of my comfort zone, and what better way to do that is to focus the camera on me and get to know me and just get to know everything about me, so, yeah. So, like, um, you said stepping out of your comfort zone, so with um, you deciding to create a podcast, like, totally stepping out of your comfort zone, and why do you have a podcast? Definitely me uh, creating a podcast was me stepping outside my comfort zone because I felt like I keep so much stuff in and I don't express myself like that. Well, I wasn't expressing myself like that. And it was time to create my own platform to express myself like that and bring others on so everybody else and my listeners, my followers can see if, you know, you're going through something, if you have something that you want to pursue in life and you want to be better, you can come to my platform and you can see different things and different people that I interview and make you feel more comfortable with yourself and get inspired. Because honestly, like I always say this, I feel like the biggest thing that you could be to somebody else is inspiration. If you can inspire someone to be better, to want to do better for themselves, that's just like the biggest reward. Like that's my biggest reward. If you can watch my show, listen to my show, and gain something off of it, new knowledge, how to handle a situation differently, how to better yourself, then that's the main goal. Like, that's the reward for me. So, and then also just wanting to express myself. I think a lot of things in my head. Like, I'm like, I think so much creative stuff in my head, or I have things I want to talk about, and maybe nobody to talk about it with. I could talk about it to you guys and to my listeners and to my followers, who I appreciate so much because y'all show me so much love, just even me beginning this journey. So I can just imagine how it's going to go from here. And I just want everybody to win and be inspired. So you speak about, like, inspiring your listeners and your followers and wanting to be, like, that plateau for them to get to the next level. But what inspires you? Like, you know what I'm saying? What is your main inspiration? And what are you grateful for right now? My inspiration is, I would say, just me wanting to do better. 
That's my main inspiration. Um, me wanting to go after my dreams. Me knowing that I can go after my dreams. Um, I'm grateful for the journey. I'm so grateful for the journey because it's like I started off and it's like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to just do it. And I get kind of scared and wondering, I, I like, I have like, well, I had a perfectionist syndrome. Like, if it wasn't perfect, I'm not putting it out in my eyes. But I feel like everybody doesn't even care. Just do it, you know? So I'm grateful for that. Like, I'm just grateful for me wanting to do better for myself now. I'm grateful for the people I'm meeting, the opportunities I'm getting. I'm grateful for experience. Um, everything is a learning process. So, <laughs> you got something to say. No, I just wanted to piggyback off. Um, damn, what was I about to say? Uh, no, sorry, go ahead. I totally forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> it's okay. The experience, the learning experience. I'm just grateful for it all. Like just going through this process and like I said, meeting new people and being on this journey and just what's to come. I'm already grateful for what's to come. Right. You gotta be thankful and grateful for what's happening now and know that better things are coming in the future. I'm grateful for blessings. Basically. I'm I'm just grateful for everything. Did you know that this was um the path? Like, have you always liked talking to people or just interacting with people? Did you know this was the path that you were supposed to be on? Like, no, sad. no, and that's the crazy part. That's the crazy part. Like, I am like this wallflower when I go out. Like, when I go out, when I used to go out or trying to interact with people, I was like shy. Mm -hmm. I don't like to talk to people. So this is really. Me stepping out of my comfort zone when I'm telling you, like, I wouldn't have expected this for myself, like, five, six years ago. You telling me that I'm going to be doing a podcast, especially on camera. Right. And that's kind of why I started with only doing audio. I was nervous for people to see me on camera. I was nervous for people to, you know, watch my reactions. Oh, what she's wearing or she's right. talked like this or her hand movements are like this. Now everybody's paying attention to you, zoomed in on you. And it's kind of nerve-wracking a little bit. But it's helping me definitely step outside my comfort zone, which was one of my goals. So I'm helping myself at the same time. I want to help others, and I'm helping myself at the same time. So, so at one point in time, vulner vulnerability scared you? Yeah. Wow. Um, I would say it still kind of does, but I'm getting over that. Um, To be vulnerable is because, first of all, just with others, like, on just like a natural level is because I was afraid of judgment. Mm. I feel like people will look at me and judge me, like how I just said, like how I talk or how I speak or how I'm looking or how I conduct myself when I do certain things or they criticize my my creativeness, my thought process. Um, and it's really about what I want mm. and what makes me happy. So I was scared to be vulnerable with other people because I felt like they wouldn't understand me. Um, and also being vulnerable, um, and we're talking about that subject in relationships, relationships like, <laughs> yeah, I was just that, like being vulnerable because I feel like when you put, when you're being vulnerable and you put yourself out there, especially romantic wise, it's like, you never know what you're going to get. Like you mm -hmm. want that other person to be genuine back with you. 
And that don't always happen. How, how so. fast does it take for you to be vulnerable in a relationship? Like how, first of all, when do you know that it's actually titled as a, in a, a relationship? Like at what, like what time do you know that it's a relationship? Because there'll be like a friendship or how does it transition? And when do you know the transition happens? It has to be stated for me. I can't just be like, go off the floor. Like, Oh, like we've been talking for two or three months and now like, okay, I'm going to just assume that we're going into like an exclusive stage. Right. It has to be said for me. Like you have to say like, do you want to be my girlfriend? Do you Verbally? Or? Yes. Like, yes. I, I'm not just going to assume. Like, if you never said it, then that gives you the upper hand. Like, I never said that you were my girlfriend or we were doing X, Y, Z. Like, you know, we were doing the activities of such. But I never fully stated that you were going to be this. This is, where t- this is your title. Wow, that's crazy because a lot of, like, people would much rather have actions before words. But you're saying that you would rather words before actions. Well, no, not necessarily worse before actions. You could be doing all the actions, like I said. You could be doing everything and and getting introduced to people and treated as such, like how a girlfriend would be treated. But if he doesn't say it, then at that point you're assuming that you're his girlfriend. Well, I thought I was your girlfriend because I met your mom. You took me out to eat. You bought me this. You We went over here for vacation. I never said that. But it's kind of like an unspoken love language, though. I, I, I mean... I believe in that. Like, you know, I believe in, like, unspoken love language. You actually showing somebody and putting forth the initiative to show them, like, I really like you. I really want to take it to the next step. Some people, what if he what if he was waiting on you to solidify it? You know what I'm saying? Like, no, the man has to do that. I'm why? not, because, like, you're, okay, if you're a man, right, you're supposed to be a leader. You're supposed to take that action, and put it into perspective, like, hey, you know what? I'm really feeling you. I like you. I can see this going somewhere. Do you want to be exclusive? Do you want to be my girlfriend? Like, we cutting off ties of other people. We're not talking to nobody else. Like, me and you are exclusively dating. Right. You have to take that lead because when you ask for her hand in marriage, I'm not asking for your hand in marriage. He is. You're mm-hmm. taking the lead. You're initiating that you want to be your wife. So it's the same thing with a girlfriend. Mm. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, I like that. I like just that. saying. So, uh, I guess that's that's. So, are you saying like that's the the best way to success is just communication and being verbal on your intentions and what you want, basically? Yeah, you have to speak what you want and make it known because nobody's gonna know anything, you know, if they're just assuming. Right. You can want anything. You have to verbalize it and speak. So, big part. Communication is key in all relationships, not just, you know, romantic. It's business, everything. Family, relationships, you have to speak your mind. Communication. So, um, if, he's, if, he, if he hasn't stated he wanted to be your, he wanted you to be his girlfriend, shown you so much you know what i'm saying y'all been y'all been rocking for each, for a minute like a year or something like that right are you vulnerable throughout that time or are you are you vulnerable after he asks you to be his girlfriend like when do you fully become vulnerable in the relationship um i feel like maybe after he asks me because mm. kind of then i'm gonna have my guard up because i'm like i don't want to be wasting my time and giving you the most genuine part of myself and it's not even gonna go into a relationship I mean, it could still be a good friendship, I mean, I guess. But 
just to be that most vulnerable part after you've already asked me to be committed and be a girlfriend, it's like when I can let down a little bit right? and I could show you the more softer side of myself, which used to be hard for me because I used to try to be so masculine. Like I did everything in myself. Like I'm so independent. Like I was so used to being let down basically that I would just be like, I got it. Don't worry about it. So even if a man did want to do something for me, it's like, well, damn, like I'm trying to do something for you. And it's like, well, I got it. Like, cause I'm expecting you already not to do it just in case, just for a precaution for myself. So now I feel like now I feel like in the last probably six to seven months, I've been more feminine and it's weird to me. Like, I know, I know, I know, I know. But it just seems really weird to me that i just been so more feminine. I'm like, oh, my God, like, I'm just a big old softie. Like, why am I just so soft and sweet and feminine? Like, this is how I'm supposed to be, though. Right. So, I'm well, enjoying it. Well, let's get into that. So, what are, what are like, the five signs that Shaquan, Quantity Radio's own, is showing signs of being vulnerable? Like, how would a man know? Like, what are, what are like, some of the five main signs that you're being vulnerable? Or you let down your guard completely? Um, I feel like complete honesty, like I'm not trying to hide anything from you or not that I would hide something from you, but just saying like, I feel comfortable telling you everything. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm being vulnerable. Then I'm consistently like checking on you, trying to so much cater to you. It's me being vulnerable because I don't know if that's going to be reciprocated, but I'm putting myself out there. So that's the third thing, putting myself out there just to even, you know, do things for you and make sure you're okay, checking on you. Um, what would be like a fourth thing for me would be? That's third. That's, th- that's yeah, third. <laughs> fourth, I don't know. Um, just me showing genuine affection to you because I really don't do that often. Like, Really? You don't show genuine affection to I mean, like, I really, really got to care about you. You know, I just, I just off bat, like, just because we just met or anything like that, I'm just going to go off being so affectionate towards you and, right. you know, romantic type things. That's me being vulnerable. Um, wanting to know about you and letting you know everything about me. Um, telling you stuff about my history, my past. Right. Um, letting you in on little secrets, little things that I like. Um, telling you my love languages, um, that's me being vulnerable and putting myself out there basically in a relationship. Well, since you're being vulnerable to your fans right now, and this is behind the surface, give us some of your love languages. Um, okay. So I like words of affirmation. Mm -hmm. That's, uh, one of my top. Love languages, um, you have to let me know. Like, I need to know these things. I need reassurance. Right. Um, that's a big thing with me. Um, you have to say it and also prove it in action. So that would be acts of service. Um, doing little things for me. So if I mention something, you know, and it, you don't have to do it, like, right then and there because I kind of don't like that. That's one of my things. Like, if I tell you something and you just go do it, I'm going to feel like you did it just because I said it. But if... I tell you, like, oh, like, oh, this looks nice, or I like these roses, and then you come, like, uh, the next week with those same exact roses. Like, I remember you said this, so here you go. I got these for you. I'm like, I'm like, 
God. Like, <laughs> you know, you pay attention, attention to detail. Um, those would be my top two love languages. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, staying on the topic of the fans and the people who support you, um, what do you plan on doing more this year? Ooh. More of this year. More of. Yeah, more of. Um, <laughs> what do you plan on doing more of this year? Sorry, y'all. Um, executing. I plan on doing way more execution because last year I was bullshitting. Execution of what? Elaborate on execution. What do you mean by execution? So I would have all these ideas, mm-hmm. writing down things. Things would pop in my mind. Even even when the ideas would pop in my head, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm going to write it down. I'm going to get to it later. Never do it. I lose that thought. That's important to me. Like, because what if I don't think about it again? What if it don't come back to me? Now I'm racking my brain trying to figure out what did I say? What did I say? I really want to do that. You right. know, and just... Things that I write down, I'm going to do. I want to execute everything, every idea that comes to my mind, or if I figure out a way to do something, I want to challenge myself to do it. I want to push myself to do it. I want to be more determined Mm -hmm. this year. Um, Because I feel like even when I had ideas and, and thought of certain things, I just didn't have the motivation because I was too in my head. So what I'm going to be doing more of is getting out of my head because I realized I was the only person stopping me. And it's so easy, I feel like, to place the blame on other people. When you have, like, a scapegoat, oh, it didn't work because this person didn't show up. Oh, it didn't work because, you know, this person was late. Or it didn't work because the place wasn't answering the phone. It didn't work because X, Y, Z. That's easy. But when it didn't work because you didn't make it work, it's like, damn. Like, you sit back and you realize I was in my own way. So. Would you say that it's like, it's a, it's a matter of you trying to impress yourself even more this year than last year? Yeah. Um, and since we on that topic of impressing, I feel like what I'm going to do more of this year is impress my inner child. Elaborate on that. <laughs> so everybody's like, what's inner child? Like, so the things that I wanted to do as a child. So I used to read a lot mm-hmm. when I was a kid. I used to love to read. I could just read books for days. And I used to love when my grandmother used to read to me. Like she used to read me bedtime stories or whenever I wanted to read. Like grandma, read me a story. Or I just read it myself or my mom read to me. And that was just something I really liked to do. And I noticed that as I got older and involved in other activities, focusing on men and focusing on my friends, having a good time going out and stuff like that, um, I stopped doing those things that I liked to do as a child. So now I've gotten back into reading and I was just reading last night. I couldn't even put the book down. Like, I kept picking it up. I was at work reading. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, like, I missed this. What were you reading? Um, I was reading a book about melanin and what we need to do to fix our diets as a people and the foods that we should be eating. Um, her name is Shaniqua Samuels. That's actually um, Safari's sister, if y'all know Safari from Love and Hip Hop that stuff like it's his sister but she's actually a holistic person and has all type of herbs and everything like that so um I was reading her book because I'm actually trying to better myself in diet and exercise and it's always like mental physical um so I'm just trying to better myself and I was reading that book um 
doing that and just stepping outside my comfort zone because I felt like, you know, I was kind of like a people pleaser. And I want to impress my inner child, like, you don't have to do that anymore. You can, as long as you're happy, that's what matters. And people are going to understand that and respect you for that. Because if you're making everybody else happy and you're not happy, I mean, the goal is not being met. So I just want to impress myself and, and show myself that I can do this. You can be great. I always wanted to be on a platform. I used to sing a lot when I was a kid. I used to dance. And nobody ever knew that because I never put myself out there because I was afraid of what? Judgment. So just putting myself out there. So you kind of gave us the uh, broad spectrum of how you entertain and um, impress your inner child. But what if someone, you know what I mean, or your viewers or your listeners, they wanted to get a little bit more insight about how they could do that for themselves, like impressing their inner child. What kind of like um, basic tools or guidelines could you give them to do that? Because this is the first time I've even heard of that term, you know, so I like it. It's pretty dope, so. Um, I would say stop being afraid. You just have to go for it because I was so much in my head that it was taken away from what I could be and not proving any results. I was just in my head and thinking about stuff a lot. So you got to just get out of, get yourself out of the way. If you're standing in the way of yourself, move out of the way. And all those opportunities, all that creativeness is going to come to you. You want to impress your inner child. Like, do things that you've always liked to do as a child. Because I know, like, once it's kind of like once you grow up, you got responsibilities, especially becoming an adult. Like, and even in your teenage years, it's like you start to veer off and think about women and men and trying to impress them. And, you know, you forget about yourself in the background. It's all about making, putting yourself first. When you put yourself first, everything else will be attracted to you. Whether it's, you know, money, a relationship, opportunities, everything will be attracted to you once you better yourself and you're operating at your fullest potential. So you got to get yourself in order first and do those things that you always wanted to do. Don't let, don't let anything hold you back. I'm talking about like anything. If it's, if, even if it hurts, because I've had situations like I can't I can't have a relationship with this person because you're distracting me. You're keeping me from my path. And I'm not saying you got to completely cut that person off. It could be at, you know, arm's reach. Like, okay, I'm, I'm going to keep you over there because I got to focus on what I got to do. What you want to do has to be more important than what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? And when I say that, yeah, what does that mean? When I say that, that, what you want to do, that's what you really want to do. Like, I want to go after this. This is my goal. This is what I want to execute. I want to be a successful podcaster. I want to have my name out there and people be able to go to my platform and get inspired. What I want to do, I do want to go out with my friends. I do want to go out and have this drink. I do want to, you know, go out. I'm not, I can't focus on that. What I want to do is more important than what I want to do. You got to put that on hold for a second. What you want and what you need to do and what you want to do, you can't do both at the same time. Exactly. I was going to say, like, need the need versus want Mm -hmm. idea. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Um, Man, so you've been not yet. So uh, (laughs) what are you proud of? What is so... (laughs) 
he transitioned. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, this is, and I and I it's okay because this is what I this is what I wanted to get on camera. Like I wanted to get everything. I want to get my reactions to everything. This is what it's all about. This is why I'm. This is why I'm doing an interview. You know, okay. I want everybody to see this is. This is Shaquan. This is me, and this is right. how I talk and stuff. <laughs> so, like, um, what are you proud about? Your, what are you? What are you proud of about yourself? Yeah. So yeah, like, what are you proud of about yourself? Like, you know, we talked about you pleasing your inner child. Um, you stepping out of your comfort zone. Um dealing with certain relationships in a certain manner, you know what I'm saying, and you just realizing your fullest potential. Uh, what else are, are you proud of about yourself? I'm proud of controlling my emotions. I'm still a little bit, I feel like I'm like 80%, you know, towards that goal of fully controlling my emotions because... <laughs> He's shaking his head behind the camera right now, but because <laughs> this is my friend, like we talk all the time. But let me say something. I used to fly off the handle. Okay, so first of all, let's talk about it. I used to have a bit of an anger problem. You know, I used to just if I get mad, you're gonna know. Um, so me being able to control my emotions because I've been working on myself, doing that inner work you know, and try to better myself for myself before anybody else, that's helped me a lot. And I used to just wear my emotions on my sleeve. Now I feel like I do that in a different stance. Now it's me telling you how I feel. I can I can fully communicate that with somebody. Like, hey, you know what? I didn't like the way this happened. I didn't like the way this went down, and this is how it made me feel. Instead of going off and falling off the handle, like, you know what? That was me. Now I can calm down and communicate things to you. Yes, I'm still emotional. Yes. First of all, I'm a cancer. So I'm emotional and I'm a woman on top of that. So, you know, not that's an excuse or anything, but, you know, I'm, I'm better able to communicate my emotions. I'm better able to communicate my feelings to people. I'm better able to express myself because what I was doing instead of expressing myself, I was suppressing my emotions. And that's not good because it was all harboring. And then the slightest little thing will cause me to overreact. So now I'm more proud of myself on how I handle situations. Like, I, I just I just had a situation where I could have just went left because I've done that before in the past. Right. And I was it was scary because I was calm about it. I was calm about the situation. Um, I knew my worth in the situation. And I focused on me. Now, why this, why that, why this, why that? It was like, well, let me continue doing what I was doing and continue to better myself and not dwell on a negative situation. Look at the positive side of things because that's going to keep you going. When you think on the negative, it affects you and it shows. So I'm proud of myself for doing that. Give us a, give a, give us a moment in time where you had to act out, where you had to show out, you had to like really go crazy before it, before you entered into the new Shaquan, like give us a little bit of insight on like, or maybe like a story on when you really just went crazy. Like somebody played, you felt like somebody played with you, your emotions oh. or anything, and you went left. Like give us a little, you know, give your fans a little bit of insight. 
how crazy it could get. Oh my goodness. So this is the past, you guys. So don't um see that fear that fear of judgment comes in like, oh my god, but yeah, somebody might be going through the same thing. So I feel like all my situations really um kind of involved a man at some point because me um being vulnerable and putting myself out there and things not working out how I wanted it to, um, I got mad. I let my emotions get the best of me. And I acted irrationally and just just let my emotions just take control over me. Like, you know what? I'm saying this, this, and that, and I think it before I speak, saying things that I shouldn't have said, um, and just letting somebody have that much control over me. Because I was so... <laughs> yeah, so what, what no! Okay. Y'all don't even want to see. Um, okay, so... What story? Okay, so I was um, talking to an individual. And I thought things were going good in my eyes. Um, but the person kind of didn't really keep it truthful with me. And I felt like I was being honest about everything and considering that that person's feelings and communicating things better how I should be. And I found out that he was talking to somebody else. And this is last year. No, not last year. This was 2019. 2019. Might as well just put him on blast. I'm not putting – listen, no names. (laughs) <laughs> no, no names, no names, no, no blame. Okay, no so blame. no face, no case, no name, no blame. Okay. It's a new one. Um, so yeah, and he started talking to somebody else, and the fact that he lied about it, like, if I'm being truthful with you, stop recording for some reason. Yeah. So yeah, if I'm being truthful with you. I feel like I want that reciprocated. Whatever I'm giving, I expect to be reciprocated, whatever it is. So I was being truthful with this dude, and he wasn't being truthful with me towards the end. And I found out because he tried to hide something from me. Um, We weren't. Now, this is me being irrational because we weren't exclusive. Me and this particular guy, we were not exclusive. no, No words of affirmation. It was worth affirmation. It was all the actions, no title. But because of the actions, my feelings got more invested mm. because you're treating me as such. That's but what you learned from. Okay. Exactly. Okay. So, um, you know, I found out he was talking to somebody else and I just went overboard and I just let my emotions get the best of me. And I kind of went off on him and just did some crazy stuff. Um, Keyed his car. I didn't key his car. I'm not that crazy. I'm not. But I did blow his phone up a couple hundred times. Mm. I did attempt to drive out to where he was. But then I thought about it and I stopped myself because I'm not that crazy. I'm not going to have somebody get me with that much out of my character. And that was even when I was really, you know, acting off my emotions back then. But now in this situation, I have more control of myself. Um, even the instance like, okay, so let's not talk about relationships. We're, we're going to veer off into, I had like an accident last year. Right. I was driving. I had just dropped my son off at daycare and somebody ran into my car. Now the old Shaquan would have hopped out, 
what you doing? You can't drive. You can't do the, what are you doing? Like, I would have just started flying off the handle. That's the best way I can explain it and just going off on this person. But it was crazy because when I hopped out the car, I was, my old self was ready to come out. It was ready. Right. But then, like, something just stopped me. Like, I, that's the best way I can explain it. Like, my new self was probably just like, chill. Right. Like, it was like an instant calmness that came down. Because I looked at my car, I'm like, and I looked at the lady, and I was like, you didn't see me? Like, you didn't see me? And she was like, oh, no, I didn't, I didn't see you. I'm sorry. And I just was like, like, okay, well, let's exchange information, and let's do this. And I, I was so calm. And I'm like, I thought about that after the whole process. I'm like, I got back in my car, and I just sat there for a second. I'm like, wow, I'm really proud of myself. Like, I've been doing the work. And it's been working. Right. No one else helped me, but God. But nobody else helped me while I was working on myself. It was just me and wanting to make that change and wanting to be more in control of myself and and how I operate and control my responses. And I've done that. And me elevating, like, just... And work and operating at a higher vibration, like right. So you feel like you you just you're just proud of the the way your maturity level has just evolved and grown from physical confrontation to just relationships to people making mistakes. You're more understanding. You're more caring. Uh, yes. And um, definitely you're growing into the woman you're supposed to be. That's yes. Dope. I'm. I'm. I'm definitely more understanding now. It's like, you know what? Don't even worry about it. I ain't mad at you. It's, it's okay. Right. And I feel like that brings a greater reward your way. Do you think it's because, um, I mean, you've been through so much with just uh, individuals and, and human beings and stuff. You just Do you feel like you just understand? Um, Not fully, completely, but do you feel like you understand human beings now? That's kind of what brought you to that place, like, You've kind of seen it already. You get it. You're like, okay, people, human beings do this. Human beings do that. Is that what brought you to that point? Like, you think? Yeah, having an understanding of how people operate and people gonna do what they do regardless. Right. Um, maybe I had to understand that somebody else needs to go through a healing journey, mm-hmm. and they haven't discovered that about themselves. Right. And that's where I was coming from. I needed to heal from trauma, from past relationships, from past interactions with people, I needed to heal. And that's why I acted certain ways. I acted out of character. I acted off emotions. I acted and was being irrational. So now I can kind of see that, not kind of, I I can see that in other people. Right. And why they're acting the way they do in, in certain behaviors that they have. It's like, okay, you know what? I'll take that. Like, it's okay. It'll be all right. Like, I'm not really overwhelming myself and overthinking things and and acting out like that because now I understand that you're coming from that place that I was. Right. It may not be the same situation. You may not have past traumas as such as I did, but you going you're going through something. You need to heal from something. Right. So that person's not operating at the highest level that they should be because if they were, they wouldn't conduct themselves like that. So can you tell like just off the rip, just off the bat, like, can you tell, just speaking with someone, dealing with someone, can you tell what kind of frequency they're operating on and how? Um, I would have to kind of, like, not right off bat, I would kind of have to just be around you 
and I get like I'm big on energy. I'm right. big on vibes and everything. So if I pick up on something like, oh, okay, you know, this person is, is cool, but it's something. It's right. something there. Like, it's something that you're not telling. If I hang around you long enough, I might not say it because I'm, you know, unless we get really established and we've been kicking it for a while, whether it be male, female, I'm going to be like, there's something that you're not telling me. Right. I pick up on those things so easy and, and people like to say like, Oh, you're sensitive, like call cancer sensitive. And like, I'm sensitive in that extent too. Like I feel what you're going through. I have empathy and I'm an empath. Like I, I feel things, I, I see things. And like I said, I may not say anything, but if I really care about you and I want to try to keep you in my circle, keep you around, I'm going to address the elephant in the room. And but hey, you know what? Like, you know, I feel like it's I've said that before to people like, is there something you're not telling me? Like, they could say no. Um, but nine times out of ten, I do be right. So, be right, yeah. you know, it's just that person they have to operate on their time. You so know. Would you say like you go off your intuition and your gut more than just feeling? Like would you go well, that is a feeling, that's a dumb question. But would you say you go off like your intuition and your gut more now than ever than you used to? Basically? Yeah. Yeah, um, and sometimes, like, I do kind of try to ignore if I do want to be wrong about the situation, mm. but it'll still always be in the back of my mind to, you know, let me know that that is what it is. Oh, so you purposely ignore your gut feeling sometimes? Sometimes, sometimes. Why? I Because if I really want a situation to pan out how I want it to, then it's like, okay, like, I'm ignored. It's like, you know, that's like my ego. Right. Like, okay, Nah, we just gonna sweep that under the rug. Like, but your gut is telling you this is what it is. This right. is the situation that's at hand. Or if you feel like something's not gonna go well or work out, could be in any situation. Um, you know, I'll I'll feel something, right. or it'll come to me like things been coming to me lately in dreams. Mm. Um, I'll dream something, and and then I'll kind of let I won't just if I dream something, I'm like you did this or you did that, or I felt this way about a situation. And, you know, that's what it is. I'll let it reveal itself mm. for confirmation. The dreams are coming to show me, but when you're, when it happens, actually, that's the, the key confirmation for me. Mm. So that's what I've been going off of lately. I'm like, let mm. me give, I'm more of now giving um, a person or a situation the benefit of the doubt. Right. When before, I could be like, no. Like, this is what it is. No, I don't want to do it. Or I don't I don't like the way this is feeling. No. Because sometimes I kind of doubt it because I'm like, well, maybe it might be this. Maybe it might. And then I don't want to be wrong. And, you know, I miss out on an opportunity or I miss out on a good friendship, good relationship. So then I'll give that situation the benefit of the doubt. And that's a part of you being vulnerable in 2022. Yeah. Yeah. That's, part that's, of that's vulnerable. vulnerability. Yeah. At- <laughs> It's extent with me because I'm I know just, some people like they instantly like once they get a bad feeling or a bad vibe, they instantly cut it off. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But you're saying that sometimes you give people the benefit of the doubt, which is which is risky, but it's also good too. You know what I'm saying? That's just, I feel like that's cool. You never know because like you, you never, never know what it could transpire into. You know? Yeah, exactly. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. So, uh, what should we? What 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 you got coming next, man? Like, what's going on? So what I got coming next is more podcasts. Right. I am doing more interviews. I am pushing myself to do interviews every month, visual interviews. 
from coming from somebody that never even wanted to do interviews, like visuals, I want to do visuals every month this year. Even if it's just, I don't care if it's twice a month. That's you get down to December. That's twenty four episodes that I done put out. Right. You know, that's content. I want to create content. I want to do more content of everything. I want to do more interviews. I want to do more reels. I want to do more Instagram lives. Right. I want to be more present. Be more present. I want to show. My followers, I call them my family, um, just more of me, more of myself, more of my personality, more of me putting myself out there. Y'all being able to see that, see that I'm not afraid, I'm determined, I'm executing these goals, you know, and just and just putting myself out there right? and not being in the background of myself anymore. That's what that's what I got coming up, um, and I'm excited. I'm excited for this year to push myself and see, you know, how far I'm gonna go. Do you have an idea, like how far you think you'll be, like in a year? Or are you just going, just going with the flow. I'm just, way? I'm just going with the flow. I'm going with the flow, and I'm, I'm just pushing myself, and just want to complete my goals, and just, and that's me being more present and putting out more content and whatever comes from that, I'm totally ready for it. I'm putting myself out there scared. Now I really understand the phrase scared money. Don't make no money. Like I'm like scared (laughs) money. Don't make no money. It's like, you scared to go out there and get it. You not, it's not going to happen, you know? So I'm just like, I'm not scared no more. You have to put that fear behind you and you Jaquan, you are not going to be in the way of yourself this year. You are not. If that's one thing I'm going to say and be able to say at the end of this year, I was not in the way of myself. And I went for what I wanted and what I wanted to do. I just want to ask you one question about the goals thing. Do you write your goals down? And if so, if you write your goals down, what, um, what, 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 like, sort of prize do you get out of writing your goals down if, if you do? It's personally you. Well, the prize is for me writing my goals down because I feel like when I write stuff down, it comes to pass. So that means I really want to do it. Like I'm manifesting it basically. I'm writing these things down. I'm going back, checking that list. Did I do this? Did I do that? What am I doing to get to this goal that I wrote down? Right. And write down um, ways to get to it, ways right. to be creative ways to make things shake, you know? I just want to, when I write stuff down, it's just like a certain type of feeling I get because I like right. to write. A lot of people will type stuff on their computer. and so I don't, I could do that, but it's something about when I write. Like, right. I'm a writer. That's another thing impressing my inner child. I want to write more. Write more. I eventually want to write a book. Like, if I was, when I do write a book, I'm going to write it all out first. And then type it and send it and do things like that. So um, just me writing down my goals and getting to them is very important to me and making sure I stay on track with those goals and checking in with those goals every, you know, every month. Like, okay, did I complete something this month? I want to, and that's another thing, like, that's a whole other podcast, but it's like going out and celebrating all that. Like, I want to celebrate when I've accomplished something. I don't want to just go out just because anymore or go out just because it's a Friday or a Saturday. Just going out just because, like, I did this. I completed this goal this week. I completed 
three goals of mine, even if it's small goals, it doesn't, people think it has to be like super big goals. Like I have to be on Apple podcast and I'm going to interview this person and I'm going to, even as this baby steps, you completed that. So you got to recognize those small goals too. Right. And celebrate them. Don't just, oh, it's small. It's, it's nothing. No, it's something. And celebrate that. Celebrate every win that you do. So even if small, write down small goals and have a list of big goals. And long as you're completing both on both sides, you're winning. Mm. And it deserves to be celebrated. Go ahead and have you a sip of wine, girl. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Well, hey, before we um wrap up, I just want to like you know, ask you like, what's a fun fact? Like something like, could you tell your viewers something that they don't know about you? Like something that is very like you know a fun fact, I guess. Oh my God! Um, a fun fact about Shaquan. Um, I don't know. I like to uh. I like to sing. Nobody knows that. Yeah, I like I to sing. That. See, you didn't even know that. Um, I like to sing, but um, I don't really put it out there like that. Like, if I'm at home by myself and I'm most comfortable, I'm singing. I'm mm-hmm. dancing. Like, And that's something I used to do as a child. So um, that's a fun fact about me that nobody knows. So when a mixtape dropper. We're going to get back to that. Um, <laughs> We're going to wrap it up. We'll wrap it up. <laughs> All right, man. Um, you got your outro. Or? Um, that is my outro. You know, just I hope y'all got to know a little bit more about myself from what I just gave you guys. Me letting you in a little bit more um, on myself, and even even as I bring other guests on um, and talk to them, I'll be able to share my story as well. Um, so you can get to know more about me and things I've been through. Um, I do plan on eventually bringing on a life coach and having like sort of like therapy sessions um, throughout the year. Um, so look forward to that. Um, I just hope y'all enjoyed this interview. And don't forget to subscribe if you're watching this. I hope you're already subscribed to my YouTube and follow me on Instagram at Quantity Radio. And I got more stuff coming, so don't sleep on your girl. <laughs> That's a wrap. That was good. That's